Hey, welcome, 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 welcome. This is the uh, first podcast, first podcast of the stories around us. I got, I'm here with my boy Carrie. What's good, y'all? What's good? <laughs> All right, so just a quick little backstory on how me and Carrie met. I'll be honest with you, man. I actually don't even remember how you and I yeah, met. Yeah, I was just like, yo, how did we met? Honestly, I just know we've been cool since high school, and then we started playing FIFA a lot together. That's exactly that's exactly when I remember how we met. I remember I think you posted something on Instagram, and you were playing pro clubs, and I was like, "All right, let me hit this guy up." Because I don't remember before that. Because I don't know. I know you were about two years older than me, right? Yeah. When did you graduate? Two thousand sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. No, so one year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I graduated twenty seventeen. So it was that little divide. We weren't exactly the closest in high school, but it's cool because we formed a really cool relationship. Big After facts. the fact. Big facts, big facts. But yeah, man, you're my first my first guest on the podcast. But I feel honored. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, man, so this podcast is really just about your story and what do you, you know, how did you grow up? Why are you the way you are? Just what's your story, man? Gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, I feel like a big part of me, before I start off, I want everyone to know that, you know, I take pride with being Haitian. You know, Haitian is, is definitely, like, something I tell people, you know, it's my roots. And, um, yeah, I, I'm going to start off the story by telling you guys that I was born in Haiti. And everything that, you know, occurred in my life, you know, tracks back to my birthplace, I feel like. So, yeah, I take pride in that. But whenever you want to start, we could go ahead into the story. Um, just to, you know, go a little more into Haiti, because I know it's a big part of you. What part of, in Haiti? Like, what city? Okay. I was born in um, Port-au-Prince. So that's the capital of Haiti. That's, pro- that's pretty much what everybody knows in Haiti. But um, I have a lot of family members that live in um, Ocap, Haitien. But all my, all my childhood when I was there was in Port-au-Prince. Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Port-au-Prince, do you visit often? No, I actually don't, but um, I'm actually going to Haiti this July, July 25th, so it's going to be, you know, uh, a good time, and it's going to be something I'm definitely going to remember, you know, get to connect back to my roots. Connecting back to your roots, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, you think, are the borders open? Oh, yeah, so by July, they're having all the airlines to the Caribbeans open. So I'm already booking up my tickets for my cousin. I'm going to head there in July. So can't wait. Awesome, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, I was born in Haiti in um, 1998, 21 years old. Um, I do have two brothers. Um, I have a twin brother. His name is Terry. A lot of people get us confused just because of our names. We don't look alike, but our names definitely will be confusing to people. Um, I have a little brother as well. His name is Marvin. And I feel like even though Marvin, you know, we're, you know, even though me and Terry are twins, I feel like it's more of like a triplet relationship, you know? Marvin's always there with us. It definitely feels like we're triplets and most of the time, you know? And um, I do have my dad and my mom. They're still married and they're still together today. So that's a blessing. 
And yeah, when we were born, how how I start back to we being born in Haiti. So we were born in Haiti. Me and my brother was born in Haiti, and um, we stayed there until we were three years old, and we moved to the states. Um, my parents wanted us to move to the states because they wanted a better opportunity for us in life. You know, better education, a better chance in us succeeding in life as well. So they think that moving to the United States would definitely help that. You know be a possibility so I came to the states when I was about three or four but what was crazy is that like even though I was in the states um I didn't know English until about until I was like six six years old they had me in here so well but my parents didn't speak any English so when I went to school in America you know I just everything was just foreign to me you know it was my first time hearing English was when I was in school so, yeah, I was in the ESOL program for a good bit. When I tell people that, they, they look at me crazy because, you know, I don't have an accent anymore. But. Yeah, I mean, you speak English fluently. I didn't know yeah. that you were born in Haiti, actually. I'm just finding that out right oh, now. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, was I just born. thought, you know, you really wanted to connect to your roots. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel That's you. awesome. Mm-hmm. I was born a deeper there. appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. Um, could you explain what was different when you came from Haiti to the United States, like, what really stood out to you? So, like, I didn't think anything of it different, you know. Um, the only thing that stood out to me was that the language, you know. When I remember when I first went to school in America, like, I didn't know anything they were saying. I'm just like, this whole time I was speaking Creole in the household because my parents didn't speak English. I go to school for the first time, and I'm just like, what the crowd, what they, what they speaking? <laughs> they had to get a whole Haitian translator to translate everything for me. But she, she helped me out, and that's when I started speaking English. But I picked up English pretty quick. So it was pretty quick. But yeah, that's the thing that stood out to me, the language. Which I bet, I mm-hmm. bet. And Creole, Creole is, um, it's like what, it's broken English, correct? No, or, it's no. broken French. Broken French. Yeah, broken French, yeah. It's mixed with African and Taino Indian. So like, it's a big mixture. So, but it has, like, a lot of um, correlation with, like, the French language. So, people would say, like, if you speak Creole, you could understand French, which is, there's some truth to that, but there's a lot of difference as well. It's not like, if you speak Creole, you could automatically speak French, you know? But, yeah. like, there, it definitely helps, though. It definitely helps. Some words here and there. Yeah, well, I mean, like, all the verbs are practically the same, but, like, there's this, like, difference, like, there's different rules, grammar rules and stuff like that. Like, Haitian Creole doesn't really have that much of a grammar rule like French does, you know? You just have to, I feel like Creole is one of those languages you have to really, you know, you know, grow up with it to really understand it because, like, the, you'll get lost with trying to know the rules. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what, what, what is it like. You know, like, irregular verbs... For in Spanish, you know, regular verbs like, like they don't follow the rules in yeah, Spanish. Yeah, 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 there's a lot of that in Creole. Okay, basically. yeah, I feel like English is very particular in that sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. not for you. Okay. All right, so just to you know, backtrack and clarify for everybody else, you have two siblings. One's a twin. The other one's younger. Yeah. Right, but you know, I've met Marvin. He's a giant. Uh, those of you who don't know. These guys right here, they are humongous. Oh, yeah. And I mean humongous, they are so tall. And I think 
what is Marvin about? Marvin's like 6'3". Six, 6'3", three. Six, three and you are? I'm 6'5", and Terry's 6'7". 6'7". 6'7". 6'7". 6'5", 6'3". And we play soccer, too, which is crazy. And they play soccer. Imagine these guys on the soccer field. Yeah. They, ca- they used to call me my brother Twin Towers. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Whenever I have you both on, that's, how, that's what I was going to title the... Um, the podcast. Oh, for real? Yeah, Twin the, Towers? The Haitian Twin Towers. Haitian Twin Towers? <laughs> All right, man. So, you came in. They had you on Esau. Yeah, he's, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you started gaining more, you know, I guess a firmer grasp on the English language, you were around how, like, in the middle school? No, like, I, I started speaking English fluently probably by the time I was in, probably in third grade. But they had me in ESOL till like, seventh grade. I don't know why, because I would, like, make A's all the time. But they had me in there. I don't know why. I guess they were trying to get rid of my accent that I didn't have. I don't know. They had me there for a long time. But I remember taking a whole bunch of classes with, like, a lot of Hispanics. So, like, from the, from the get-go, I was really close to Hispanics from a long time. Yeah, I can tell you've been real close to the Hispanic community. Yeah. I feel like that's why you and I were able to become such close friends. Oh, yeah. Yes. I feel, and, you, and, and you're a beast in, in FIFA, too, so, you know, if you're a beast in FIFA, we could definitely <laughs> be friends. Hit him up. What's, what's your PS... PlayStation, by the way. PlayStation, not Xbox. If y'all want to play me, hit me up on Haitian Mafia 1804. If y'all want to get smacked, I'm just letting y'all know y'all can. It's hard to get smacked all the time, too. Y'all can accent. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's the school, right? Mm-hmm. Going from elementary, middle school, you're already speaking fluently. You're out of Esau now. Mm-hmm. Was there any differences in no, your surroundings? Not really. I just felt like ESOL brought me close. I feel like ESOL and soccer brought me close to the Hispanic community and other communities as well. Like, I'm really close to the African community. I feel like soccer gave brought me that connections to people as well as you know the ESOL class and I love you know Spanish culture I love the language so like if you ever see me like I'm either with Hispanics or Africans or Caribbeans you know rarely with Americans but I fuck with Americans too don't worry (laughs) (laughs) all right so going into high school how was how was your high school experience like? My high school experience? Oh, I love high school, bro. I, I think I had a complete high school experience, you know, like what they say. But I didn't go through too much drama, you know. And I didn't classify myself as any group, you know. Like, I was friends with anyone. Like, you could be, you could be a part of the football team, soccer team. You could be, you know, in drama. You could be, you know, you could be, like, you know, super smart, you know, super chill, like... I just messed with everybody, you know. I was super nice, super friendly. I feel like if, you know, you talk to anyone about me, that's the first thing they say. Okay, he's like the super nice guy, super chill, you know, funny guy. And a lot of people knew me for soccer too. So, like, I I definitely, you know, I feel like the high school experience for me was really a good one, you know. Made a lot of friends, made a lot of memories, made a lot of, a lot of things, so... Yeah, you're definitely, you're definitely one of my greatest friends, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason being because 
I can tell how your heart is. I like I judge my relationships by how good these people actually are, and you're definitely up there. So I appreciate that. And sense. every time I talk to somebody else, it's oh you know this guy in care. Oh yeah, he's so sweet, he's so kind. So I can definitely vouch for you on that. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Um. So you said you hopped around group to group because you didn't exactly try to fit in with everybody else. Yeah. You just wanted to be friends, friends with Friends with everybody, yeah. As long as I, I see exactly what you said, like, as long as they have a good heart, you know, I see where their heart is, where their mind's at, you know? I'm not the one to judge, you know, by how you appear. You know, I feel like I take more pride in, like, you know, what's in your heart, you know? And what where's your mind's at, so... I definitely didn't have trouble making new friends in high school. I feel like I was one of the guys that was open to making new friends, no matter how you look, no matter who you are, type thing. Very commendable. Mm -hmm. So, soccer is obviously a big part of your life. Oh, yeah, soccer is definitely a big part of my life. High school career, uh, you actually had a pretty good moment. Oh, yeah. I know you did. Mm -hmm. So, let's go into that. And then we'll start from the start, like from the beginning. You started freshman year, okay. correct? And then... Okay, yeah. Well, it. so what most people don't know about, um, you know, my high school soccer career, uh, a lot of people think that me and Terry played all four years, but we actually got cut our freshman year in high oh, school. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. But me and Terry, we got cut our freshman year in high school. Um, but Devani? No, not by Giovanni. No? Who was the coach at the time? I forgot his name, but he was a Spanish teacher now. What's his uh, name? Teo? Coach Teo? Coach Teo, yes. Coach Teo? Yes, 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 Coach Teo. Um, I remember because um, playing high school soccer like was one of me and Terry's like biggest dream. You know, ever since I was young, I always wanted to, you know, play for the high school that I go to, you know? And at the time, you know, we were living in Norcross. So I always imagined that we were going to play for Norcross High School. But then last May, we moved to Duluth. So Duluth was, you know, the high school we wanted to play for. So we were waiting for tryouts. And I remember, like, thinking, because we went through the whole tryout, you know, we, we passed every day. It was the last day of tryouts, you know. And you know how they have the, the, the board of who makes it or not? Yeah. So we made it ever since. And then the last day, I remember... Um, we went and we went to check and we didn't see both our names on it. We were like, what? Like, we didn't make the team. So, like, of course, like, you know, we were outraged. Like, I, I personally, I cried that day because, you know, thinking of the whole time, you know, you know, thinking that I was going to play for a, a school, a high school, you know, that was one of the biggest dreams I had, you know. And for that, you know, when we got cut, you know, I couldn't hold my emotions. I remember, like, going to the bus and just went to the backseat and I just started bawling. You know, I didn't cry out loud, but I was just tearing up because, you know, my dream just got shattered. And I remember going to Coach Taylor the next morning and asking him, oh, why didn't we make the team, you know? And his response was that me and Terry wasn't aggressive enough, you know? Like, and I'm just like, I'm just looking, I'm just like, so we didn't make the team because we wasn't aggressive enough? And I think I had a, Personally, I think me and Terry both had a great tryout. Yeah. So for us to not make the team, it was really shocking for us. And it was shocking to a lot of people as well. A lot of people were shocked that me and Terry didn't make the team. And we had to go with that, you know. But that didn't stop us. We kept practicing and training until in the next year we made the team. 
and then sophomore year we made um, JV. Sophomore year we made JV, and then um, junior year we started playing varsity as well. And then junior year was the year we won state actually. And then soft senior year we played varsity again, and then so on. But we did have some great moments though. I'm not gonna lie, we had really good moments, especially junior year when we won the um, when we won state. And then there was a game senior year that I would never forget was um, the game that Terry scored. It was the first home opening where Terry scored a hat trick and I scored two goals and we beat the team 5-0. So like, I feel like that was a game that, you know, we were showing, you know, our impact from early on in senior year. And senior year, we, we made it far in senior year, but we didn't go to the finals. I think we lost in the quarterfinals that year. Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals that year, yeah. It's close though. That I remember that squad was stacked. Yeah. Means, yeah Junior year squad was stacked. Junior year was... I mean, yeah. you guys had to win that year. Yeah. Well, we had um, Carlos De La Rosa. We had um, Garuba. Garuba. Um, Terry. <laughs> we had Jose. We had Raul. We had Mauricio. We had Mitchell. We had Daniel. We had Jack Sweeney. Shout out to Jack. Bro, we had everybody. Edgar, we can't forget Edgar. Edgar was Edgar. a monster. And the goal? goal? Oh my god. I don't know why he didn't keep playing. Yes, I don't know, but we had a lot. We had a great squad. We had a great, great squad. Um, but yeah, that was the year to win it, honestly. We had a great squad. We had Julian. Julian, racehorse. I actually yeah. ran into him a few times. Oh, you, oh, some yeah. tryouts. Yeah, he actually um, was here yesterday. We had a little party. Came yesterday as well. Julian was a beast too. We had. I'm telling you that whole lineup. We had we had we had a first starting lineup, and our second string was stacked too. Second string and third string was stacked in that team. Duluth so. had some crazy talent. I. That year y'all won it, but I feel like. Following years after that, the talent was still there. Just yeah, I feel they like they know how to use them. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. I feel like after we won, after we won state, it became a little harder to manage afterwards. But we, the talent was there. Especially because now everybody was looking at Duluth like, yo, the bar has been set. Yeah, the bar has been set. Everybody was tough. definitely going after us. You know. That's awesome though. So you guys went from you and Terry, you went from being cut freshman year. So you guys came from Haiti with the dream of playing high school ball. Oh, yeah. Being cut first year, grinding it out, working it out. The next year, you guys make JV. Yeah, next year. And then after that, so you guys go from being cut to winning state to, oh, you guys won state in junior year. Yeah. But basically, that's two completely different things. And state's a big deal. Yeah, state state's is a big, big deal, deal here mm-hmm. here in the states, especially in, in Georgia. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I remember talking to people, and it, it, it was crazy how, you know, they said, that's crazy how you and Terry got cut freshman year, and now, you know, you guys are champions. And leading leading, leading um, goals your senior year as well, oh, 5-0. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Just between you two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, we definitely had some great moments. One of the things I, I, didn't, I do miss from high school soccer is, um, you know, being able to celebrate to the fans, you know? I, I remember having a good fan base, you know, like uh-huh. soccer is not usually known for having a fan base in high school, but I remember Duluth, we had a, we had a culture for soccer. It was in us. We had a lot of fans that came out to watch the game. So 
you know, scoring and being able to celebrate to the score was something that, you know, I, I remember and I, I, I miss about it, you know? You know, a lot of people give Duluth a bad rep, but Duluth is very um, diverse. Oh, yes. For sure. So I think mm-hmm. that really helped out. And plus, I mean, when a team is winning oh, yeah. and you guys were killing it, people yeah. want to come watch. You're right, you're right. And that's another thing that I didn't, I felt to get into, but Duluth was definitely diverse. And... That's something that I really liked about Duluth, you know? You know, not being able... You know, you go to a school where, you know, you have blacks, you have Hispanics, you have Asians, you have whites, you have everything, you know? And it was it was something where, you know, it's definitely going to benefit us in the long run. You know what I'm talking about? Being able to um, work with people, you know, from different backgrounds. It definitely would... Definitely yeah, you get to it. learn how to deal with other people mm-hmm. and how to interact with everybody yeah. around you. And that definitely did help in the soccer aspect, too. If you looked at the soccer team, it wasn't just Hispanics. It was, we had blacks, we had whites, we had Asians on the team, too. It was, it was definitely it's a that, nice That mix. unity. Yeah. Something we really need nowadays. Oh, yeah. Especially what's going on now. It's definitely something. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. All right, so, that, your soccer career didn't stop there. No, it didn't. Right. Mm-hmm. So, wonderful high school experience now we're in college college yeah right how was that i know you're not done yet but we're getting close to present day yeah we're getting close so um after um after the high school and after we graduated um we we ended up me and terry was trying to play soccer you know off scholarship somewhere you know but i had minimum i had minimum offers back then i had like five offers and the schools were too great. I'm not trying to bash any schools, <laughs> but one school. Call them out. Call them out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That. <laughs> <Those> guys... <laughs> I got I got invited to play to a couple of schools. Um, we tried a couple of them, but we didn't like we didn't like them at all. And another thing that we were really scared of at this time was separating. You know, but we were saying like if it comes to it, you know, we're gonna do what we have to do. Um, but we didn't accept any offers our freshman year in college. We ended up just going to GC, Georgia Gwinnett College. Everyone yeah. knows that that school. Yeah, um, big school. A lot of people go there. Exactly. 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 People used to call it like second high school. Second high school. Everybody. Because everybody, everybody, especially if you're from Gwinnett, everybody went to GGC. But yeah, so we we ended up going to GC, and um, we decided, okay, if we're at GC, we might as well try out for the team, try to be a walk on. We tried to become a walk-on, but the coach already knew about me and Terry, and he had told us he wasn't interested in in us from the get-go. So we that didn't take Steve. any time. Yeah, Steve the coup. Uh huh. He he. I think he's he favors like foreign players, like English players. Like if you see the team now, it's a lot of English players. But um, so we didn't we didn't waste our time trying to play for GC. But at this moment, like, first freshman year in college, this is when we started to get more offers, you know? Terry actually got offered to play for um, Georgia State at the time as well. Wow. I started getting offers in, in um, North Carolina, South Carolina, and from some schools like North Georgia and other schools in, the, in Georgia. But um, there was one school that stuck to me. Um, it was Life University. And I don't know if you guys know Claudia, Claudia Cancino. Claudia Claudia Cancino she mm. went to the school she played for Duluth High School her. as well well Claudia she's one of my one of my um, friends from Duluth High School she was going to Life University at the time and she was playing soccer there and 
Life University had hit me up, and I was like, okay, like, let me see if Life University will be the school for me. You know, I know one of my friends go there, so I was thinking about going there. So, um, um, it was it was basically luck for me to go see them play because Terry at the time was playing for Atlanta Silverbacks. Mm-hmm. So Atlanta Silverbacks was actually playing against Life University at the time I was looking at Life University. I was like, okay, this is a great time to see, you know, how Life University is. So I went to go and I watched my brother play against them. And, you know, obviously, you know, it's a, it's a semi-professional team against a college team. So um, I served backs ended up beating um, Life University. I, f- I think it was like 5-0 or I forgot the score really, but Terry scored a hat trick. Yeah, Terry's, Terry's ball. Yeah, Terry could score so um, that's when um, I was like, okay, you know, besides, even though they, they lost, you know, I fell in love with the way they play. You know, Life University put up a fight, you know, even though they lost. I love how they played. You know, they played a lot of um, possession. Yeah, passion as well. So I was like, okay, this is a team I could see myself playing with. So I had talked to the coach and um, I ended up, you know, I ended up trying out for the team. And he was also interested in my brother because he, he um, saw Terry play against him. And Terry was also looking for a college to play for too, but he was looking at Georgia State. But Terry had to make a choice whether he wants to go play for Georgia State or, or Life University. And of course, everybody would say Georgia State is a D1 school. But um, it was tough because the situation Terry was put in was that he had to um, sit out a whole year before he could play for Georgia State and my dad he didn't want Terry to sit out a whole year and not play soccer Yeah. so my dad was basically pushing him towards Life University and Terry made the decision and he came to play Life University with me so that's how me and Terry ended up playing Twin Towers back together back to, yeah, exactly exactly yeah we had some good years at, at Life University um, I was ineligible my first year but I started playing. I actually started playing, and ever since it's been great, you know, to be on the field again. And um, last year we went really far. Um, we won our we won our bracket. Um, we were champions in our bracket, and then we went to nationals, but we lost against GC in the opening rounds. Ouch! So DC was able to go to playing Cali, and we had to stay home. Which was, it, it hurt, because... I bet. We you, wanted to beat GC we, Lately, I think, last time you guys, which I think last season, you guys got relatively far. I think I saw on, on yeah, Instagram. La- yeah, we got far. Where'd you guys get to? Um, well, we won. That's a that's the year we won our bracket. And then, um, that's, a, that's what I'm talking about. We went to nationals, but... Um, we lost in the opening round, the second opening round. Oh, okay, round. that's the one you were talking about? Yeah, against GC. Yeah. Which is crazy. We got to play against our boy, Carlos De La Rosa. Hey, Carlos, is he still at GC yeah, or did he, he graduate? Uh, I think he's supposed to graduate. I don't know if he graduated. I'm not sure, but he played. we played against him last. Mm. Mm-hmm. A little Duluth reunion real quick. Yeah, exactly. We made sure he took some pictures with him. All right, so... Great basically great collegiate soccer career as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. You've been very blessed on that. Do you plan on continuing soccer after college? Or what's So, like, plan? 
I'm if I'm gonna be honest, I don't I don't really see myself playing soccer after college. I feel like this is my ending ending scripts. Um but I'm not saying I don't want to. I'm definitely going to ball out this last season, see where it takes me. But um I feel like it's more of a passion for Terry to go on. And I feel like me I'm gonna start focusing on how I'm going to make money for the rest of my life now, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But soccer would definitely still be a part of me, still be in my heart. Yeah, you, you can't know? just lose it. Can't just lose it. Um, that's that's actually a good segue, because mm-hmm. we got to present day, because mm-hmm. that season that we were talking about was last year, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're at today. How would you describe where your life is at right now? Well, I feel like right now it's at a it's at a constant. I feel like um, you know with all the things going on, you know, with COVID nineteen and all the things that's dealing with police brutality, and you know, it basically made us um, have a step back in what we're doing. You know, I I do go to school, but I'm taking online. It's my first time ever taking online classes. Um, work isn't as constant as it used to be because of, you know, COVID-19. But I feel like it's definitely, you know, um, starting a new chapter for me, you know, how life is going to be later on. And um, I'm, I'm just seeing how it goes. You know, right now, I keep my life really simple. I try to go to work when I'm work and I try to um, train when I can. I haven't really been training lately, but... I try to train when I can, and then I focus on school. Just keep my life really simple. Yeah. 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 Yeah, COVID's got everybody sort of on a standstill. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to go out and do things, you know. So I mean, all right. What would you? What do you do for fun? Because I know you like you like to party. Oh yeah. So talk about that. I'm a big party guy. I love to. I love to party. I like to be with people. You know. I love. I love people's energy, you know? So, like, if, if there's a party that you invite me to, trust me, I'm going to be there. And um, one thing, other things I like to do for fun, um, like, everybody knows I'm a big, I'm big on FIFA. If you guys want to play me in FIFA again, hit me up in, at, on PSN, Hey Shade Mafia 1804. If y'all want to get beat, if you want me and Santi to give y'all the work too, you know, y'all just, just hit us up and we'll give y'all the work. Right. FIFA is definitely, I feel like FIFA is a stress reliever for me. I play FIFA for fun. I also, I love watching, like, TV shows. You know, like, I'm, a, I'm big on Netflix, big on Hulu, big on HBO. I love watching Shout out to TV show real quick. What can, you know, a good show that these people can watch? Um, let's see. What's a good show that people can watch? Just hmm. one real quick. Or a movie. Or a movie. Well, I'm very big on, for a TV show that I've been watching, it's called um, The Boys. I actually got put on to it by um, my friend named Norsi. Shout out to Norsi. Shout out to Norsi. Oyekaba, Nigerian. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, but this show is really good. If you're into superheroes and stuff like that, it's it's a really good, it's a really good show. I just, if y'all really want it, it's on Amazon though. Oh, okay. Amazon, what's it called? Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime? Yeah. The videos? Mm-hmm. I'm a big Game of Thrones fan, too, so if y'all like Game of Thrones... That ending, though. I don't, know, I don't know I don't know. if it's the last last season. I don't want to get no spoilers. It felt a little rushed. Yeah, it felt a little rushed. You're right. 
It's crazy because I don't know. Like I feel like there's never gonna be a show like Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones. Like that good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like I feel like Game of Thrones just had everything. It it, it definitely like pulls you in, and gets you so like attached to the characters. Yeah, you know? I mean Game of Thrones broke barriers, broke boundaries, but mm-hmm. eventually something will come. Yeah. Yeah. Event. Hopefully. And For hopefully sure. soon. <laughs> patience, patience, patience. I've been, I've been wanting to find a, a show like Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones had me, had my heart in it for real. All right, bro. Mm-hmm. So that's today. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and look a little bit more into the future. Gotcha. What I mean, I know we can't exactly plan for the future because the future is very uncertain, mm-hmm. but. What are you looking to you know looking forward to? What do you exactly have in well, your plans in a sense? Well, I'm trying to finish college first and see what dreams and aspirations is what I mean. Oh, by dreams? Yeah. Okay. Well, at the end of the day, I want to be successful like anyone else. You know, um, um, especially so like when I'm studying in college right now, I'm studying business, um, accounting business financing as well and um i'm thinking about minoring um later on if i do continue school i think about um in the the field of sports management and in um uh, minoring in like translation because i i don't i want to do something in the business aspects but connected to soccer you know what i'm saying so i don't want to let go of soccer completely if i could do something that would um be connected to soccer i'll definitely do it you know yeah for sure i mean definitely i feel like in life whenever you're doing anything and finding a job for you and you're gonna be doing that job yeah for the rest of your life for a long time yeah exactly you know you gotta find things that bring you joy exactly you gotta be so you passionate about something exactly especially you're gonna be doing it for the rest of your life you exactly know? you don't want to it was really the saying that I heard once. It's like a lot of people dread five days out of... Christ, that's not the saying. I'm butchering it. But mm. it's like they look forward to the last two days of the week, basically. Yeah. And dread so they, five. Yeah, they dread five and live for two. Exactly. So out of seven days, they only li- they're only living two, two days. days. Exactly. Like that's crazy, and you're right about that. I don't want to be in the position where I feel like, you know, every time I go to work, I want it to be over, over, over. I want to be passionate about what I do, and then there's sometimes I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's calling out for me to do something, an organization that would help Haiti, you know, because I feel like that's where my passion goes, and if it's Haiti and soccer, something that an organization about Haiti youth soccer, maybe that's probably something I would probably you know Starting stretch a youth, for a youth program, a youth soccer program in yeah, Haiti, something like that. You know, they already have a, a youth um, program for Haiti, but if I could build a not the national team, I I mean like mm-hmm. an academy in Haiti. Yeah, a good idea. Yeah, because I mean mm-hmm. you can then feed the players exactly, and it's kind of like what Nipsey Hussle always said. Give back to your community. Exactly. Now you got to grow from within. Exactly, exactly. You see, like, that's one thing that I like to see. Like, I always want, I like, that's one thing that I'm really passionate about. I always want to see my country do good. You know, like, because Haiti's known, you know, for the worst. 
Like everybody look at Haiti and they 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 think of poverty. They think of all all these bad things. They think about you know Haiti dealing with voodoo and you know Haiti is a third world country. You know and like I feel like one thing that Haiti really connects to that brings us joy is when it comes to soccer. You know soccer brings Haitians together. Soccer is what you know we really want to succeed in. You know, of course we want to succeed in other things, but when we when we when we have soccer, when we think about soccer, we forget about all the problems we have. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like if Haiti, you know, brings us joy with soccer, I feel like a lot of Haitians it'll bring a lot of Haitians more joy. Like the last Gold Cup, Haiti went far. The last Gold Cup, I don't know if you watched. Haiti got robbed. Just saying. Oh yes, Haiti did get robbed. I'm not gonna start this argument because I I had a lot of arguments with a lot of my Mexican friends, but Haiti went far. Hey, last even Gold even Cup. Mexico knows. Even Mexico <laughs> knows Haiti deserved that game. Hey. I, honestly, I mean. You you obviously what was the exact moment? Cause I I forgot, but I just remember the fact that Haiti deserved to win that game. Yeah. Um, it so was, did it they was, get a goal disallowed or no 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 it was um zero zero the whole game and then we went to extra time and then um, I forgot who who it was but um, they gave Mexico a penalty mm, but it wasn't it wasn't a penalty yeah I remember that it wasn't a penalty it was it. <sighs> The guy barely, the guy barely clicked his, and he fell, and the referee gave him the PK. It wasn't even a clip, I don't think. I think he missed. He barely, like, it it looks like he missed. Yeah. And it barely clipped him, and he went straight down. And they kind of... Complete flop. Yes. A lot of people say, you know, it's corruption. You know, they feel like, you know, the finals of Mexico versus USA... Will sell more tickets than you know Haiti versus yeah. USA, but honestly that that game made me so mad. Cause I'm gonna say like, why not let them, why not let them fight it out? You know why give a PK, you know so you guys basically giving Mexico the game. You know what I'm saying? Like after all, you know Haiti went through that Gold Cup, for them to get you know robbed by a PK. And like the game that, before that, I think Haiti had to. Come back! Oh yeah, they? yeah. That was a crazy comeback. Who who were the, who they played? They played against? against Canada. Canada, and they yeah. were down. They were down two zero. Two zero comeback. Came back and beat them three two. Three two. Yes. That's when I was like, all right, I want Haiti to win this yeah. cup. Yeah, it was a it was a great game actually. I was shivering in my I was shivering, and if if you guys know like, I'm a like the hugest fan. Like you will see me, I go crazy. Like, if you see videos of me, like, when I'm watching this game, I'm crazy. This man walks around with a Haitian. He's got a Haitian hoodie on right now. That's so true. Uh, Zoe, can you, can you explain what's a Zoe? A Zoe? Yeah, a Zoe, sorry. Zoe basically means you're a Haitian. Haitian? Yeah, that's all it means. Like, if you say, oh, he's a Zoe, it's basically saying he's a Haitian. So the Zoe community, is it strong here in, in Georgia, in, Atlanta? In Atlanta? Um, it's fairly strong, but you'll find a lot of Haitians in places like... Um, Florida, Boston, New York, um, Montreal, France. Those are the places you'll find Haitians. But Atlanta does have a, a strong Haitian community over here, too. But, but yeah, you're right. That's why I just want Haiti to do really good. You know, one day I hope Haiti can win the Gold Cup. And what I really want is to see Haiti go to the World Cup. That's a dream for me. Oh, they haven't gone to the World Cup yet? They've been to the World Cup like a long time ago. 1974 was when they went to the World Cup. I mean, so 
oh, this might be a completely different topic, but mm-hmm. what do they have to do to get into it? And they have to be... They have to like go what, through FIFA top qualifications. Three? No, no, no it's CONCACAF. CONCACAF, right? yeah. CONCACAF. But it's a lot. Like How many teams go through? I know USA, oh, USA didn't go through last time. Yeah. <laughs> Shade. Um, I'm not pretty sure, but I'm thinking it's, I think it's like three teams that go through. Yeah. And it's usually USA, Mexico, and like Costa Rica mm. or something like that. But I remember Honduras making it though the other time. I think Haiti is a, if they keep on playing how they've been playing, I think they got a really good chance. Yeah, hopefully. And I, I really support Jamaica as well. Jamaica, Jamaica. actually, they, they show that they can play ball too. Shout out to the Jamaicans. But yeah. All right, so passionate about Haiti. Mm-hmm. Maybe tie it back. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Carry <laughs> tie it back to what you said. Helping out. Basically, keep it in the business sense, but also maybe in the soccer world, you want to help out Haiti. Mm. Maybe business management as in a soccer agent yeah. for the Haitian national team or even having, you know, your own your own little academy. Yeah, hey, I'm all, for, I'm all up for it. Honestly, I'm still thinking about what I really want to do. I'm just trying to find what I'm truly passionate about. But I feel like Haiti and soccer is definitely a good start, you know? It's definitely good to start thinking about these things. Exactly. I feel like, and this is for everyone, mm-hmm. have a, don't just sit there and be like, oh, I wonder what I'm going to do. Actively think about what you want to do. Exactly. That way you start making a plan. You have a vision mm-hmm. of something. Big facts, big facts. So, I'm glad. All right, you got any clo- closing remarks? Um, not really, honestly. I just I'm glad to be a part, you know, the first your first podcast guest. And um I'm really happy. Thank you for having me on here. Shout out to all my Colombians, you know. Hey. I fuck with the Colombians, shout out. Shout them out. Actually, no, I really fuck with y'all though. Yeah. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I really fuck with y'all. See, I love that because I feel like Colombians got a lot of bad rep for Okay, there's reason there's a lot of cocky Colombians out there and they give us a bad name and that's Completely different story, mm-hmm. but it's, I feel like we're good people. No, nah, y'all, y'all really good people. Uh, the one thing I really like about you guys is that um, a lot of Colombians, they take pride in um, their African ancestry is what I'm seeing, yeah. especially on media. Mm-hmm. They show a lot of Afro-Latinos, and I, I really I really fuck about that. You know, I, I love that. I love to see that especially, you know. When I see the Colombian fly, I always, I always give my respects. You know? Didn't... Um you might know those better than me, but didn't Haiti help Colombia oh, in independence? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Haiti did help um, Colombia, Venezuela, and Ecuador. Then maybe yeah. some Colombians have some Haiti... Haitian, yeah. Ha- Haitian descendants. Maybe. Hey, maybe. Maybe. That's Got the Afro-Latinos in there, for real. <laughs> or they're in La, in La Costa. La Costa. The, the, the Caribbean the spot, right? Hmm? Yeah, Caribbean. The Caribbean spot. La Costa, because Costa means um, like yeah, coast. The coast. That's, That's where the, Yeah, yeah. I know, I feel you. That's where all Yo, the. They like, got the swing, El Tumbao. That's just, Shout out. <laughs> this man carries a dancer. Oh, so, yeah. definitely. I'm like, oh, yeah. If y'all trying to dance, yeah, just come to my parties. You know, I invite Santi all the time, but he don't really be dancing, though. I'm not a big party guy. <laughs> Santi's not a party guy, for <laughs> real. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all I got to say. Thank you for having me, though. No, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I was. One day, I feel like I just needed to start, mm-hmm. and I was like, who, 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 and like, Carrie's my boy, we just, 
you and I had just talked. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me ask Harry to see if he's willing to do this. So I'm really, I really appreciate you. I'm never going to forget this. Yeah. First time, you know, going through a few, few of the kinks. Yeah. I'm figuring very, things out as we uh-huh. go right now. <laughs> and if you, hey, if you ever need anybody to else, you know, come to your podcast again, you know, I'll definitely be down. We could, if you have a new content to talk about, I'll definitely be. Oh, um, yeah, we could definitely. Um, mm-hmm. Well, this one's a little more about stories mm-hmm. and all that, but maybe if we start another one. If you start another one. Start yeah. another one. And just have I'll definitely just be. Conversations. I think definitely have you back on. Yeah, Maybe like an update. Sounds love good. Love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, just because I, I want this to be educational for, for people and for them to get little. You know, golden bars, golden nuggets, something to take mm-hmm. home with. What's some advice you can give to other people listening? Um, I would say if you're truly passionate about something, never give up. You know, if you have a dream, keep going after it. Even if times seem hard, keep going after it. It's going to pay off. Trust me. Love that. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Thank you for right, being bro. on here. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for having me here. Thank you guys for listening. You guys take care. Bye.